When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, Killstokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Today we're going to talk about luck versus skill in trading. I'm sure this is something that all of us have pondered one way or another at some point in our trading career. Now before we get started, if you're pondering whether or not the Trading Coach Podcast is something that's valuable in your trading journey, make sure you take that 10 episode challenge. Go back, find 10 random episodes, maybe specific subjects that you like, give it a listen, and then place judgment. And if we are valuable, make sure you subscribe and make sure you tune in three times a week for each new episode. Now, today's topic came from a question I got, which is, you know, the, the stem of many of the Trading Coach podcast topics here. And this was a question that a trader shot me basically saying, hey, Akil, I've been doing some, uh, doing some analysis lately and I, I really kind of nailed this one trade or this one direction of price movement, but I'm pondering whether or not it was skill-based or whether or not I got lucky, meaning the trader is unsure if the reason why the trade went in their favor was because of they actually did a good job of making that analysis and making that prediction or if they just got lucky. And rule of thumb is this, and again, we all go through this period and we all are going to get lucky at some point or not in the market. I've got lucky plenty of times, whether it's a bigger move than expected. Maybe it's a weekend gap that works in my favor. Maybe it's a a stop loss that was just missed by a a single pip or even triggered but slipped somehow and then price went on to win, right? Luck is going to happen in trading, both good luck and bad luck, right? So we got to, you know, put that into, put that to a side of just being a rowdy of trading. But in general, If we have to ask ourselves, right, aside from cases like that, if we have to ask ourselves if a trading outcome was luck or skill and if we're really doing the right thing, we're probably not doing the right thing, right? It goes the the, the whole thing about the when in doubt, stay out, right? If you're in doubt about a certain trade setup, and for me, I'm only in doubt if the trade does not meet all of my rules for engagement, then I need to stay out of it because it's not a trade that we should take. So I told the trader that the most important thing is that we have an edge and our edge is based off numbers and our numbers are based off the work that we've put in to acquire those numbers. And once we put in the work to acquire those numbers, all we have to do is trust the plan, trust the numbers, trust the probabilities. And it's easier said than done, right? Because probabilities don't happen all the time, right? We never know on an individual trade basis whether it's going to win or whether it's going to lose, right? It's funny because we're in March Madness right now, and I go through this every year, right? For you guys that are not familiar with March Madness, right? Every March, we have this massive basketball tournament here in the States. It's for college, so non-professionals, where 68 teams, used to be 64, 68 teams play in this big tournament, 68 of the best teams in the country play in this big tournament. It's one game elimination, so it's basically a knockout stage. And, you know, it's just a a massive amount of excitement over a month-long period or so. And 
not only are watching the games exciting, but the whole, we, we do this thing called like a bracket challenge. So we make predictions. So, you know, I think 20 million people or you know, more than that, right? Fill out these brackets. They predict each winner and loser. And, and the goal is to try to get the best score in the bracket or ultimately have like the perfect bracket, which maybe happened once. I'm not sure how many times it's happened, but it's it's fun because it gets us involved with the game. So we're now more emotionally connected. So now we're not just watching it because we're rooting for a specific team. We're watching it because we're shamelessly rooting for personal glory. And I remember back when I cared more about college basketball, right? My fan whiff has been, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's reached its limits right now with having children. And, and the more I've fallen in love with uh, European football, over the years. So I don't really pay too much attention to college basketball anymore. But there was a time where I used to lock in know a lot about college basketball. And I would really work hard on making these picks, right? I would do my due diligence, I would acquire data, I would run numbers, I would watch film, and I would spend weeks thinking or a week thinking that I made the perfect pick based on statistics, right? Meanwhile, right, I give the bracket to my wife because she'd be like, what are you doing? I want to do one too, right? And she fill it out, right? And of course, right, while she's filling it out, I'm standing over her, ready to mansplain anything like blah, 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 blah. And while I'm picking teams on data and three-point percentage and size and pace of play and turnover ratio and the amount of seniors and experience they have and, 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 and coaching pedigree and whatever like that, she's going through the list like, huh, well, that name sounds good. I'll pick them. Or, hey, what's their mascot? Hmm, a bird. Well, I don't think a bird can beat a tiger, so I'm going to go with the tiger. And I'm freaking out like, no, no, no. Like, the bird is the number one team. The tiger is the worst team. And, like, they're, they're never going to ever beat them. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm getting personally offended, right? Imagine someone coming into the charts after you doing so much work to become a consistently profitable trader. Someone coming into the charts and being like, ah, bye. And it starts, it start, you know, it's like, yo, I've put in so much work. It offended me, Right. So we're doing this thing and, and the games begin. I was reminded of this uh, last night because last night was the, the, first, uh, the first day of matches and games, whatever like that. And every year, without a doubt, there are some upsets. And last night, there were some upsets where teams, a team that I picked to almost go all the way, got eliminated on the very first game. And I remember I was watching ESPN, I think out of 20 million brackets that they had, there are only 600 left that are intact after the couple upsets. And of course, right, so all this work I did based on data and figures and statistics, I'm already basically eliminated. Meanwhile, my wife picks the teams that win because of just random color or school name or something like that. And this happens every single year, right? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That's why she loves it. But the point is, on any one game, any team could win any of these tournament games. But the top teams that lost, the teams that were upset, if they were to play that game nine more times to a best out of 10, I can almost guarantee that team would win all nine of those times. It just happened to be this one time. And the same thing is with trading. You can have an edge. You can have the perfect trading strategy that put you on the right side of the market the majority of the time. But on any given trade, we never know if it's going to win or lose. And as traders, we have to accept that. As someone that's trading a plan, we can't allow that to let us lose confidence. Vice versa, as someone that's coming in and just randomly picking a chart, we can't allow that to allow us to get overconfident. Funny story, when I first started trading, 
I hit on a non-farm payroll. This is back in like 2008, it had to be. So the Forex market was more of a wild, wild west back then. Non-farms were, were causing like 200, 300 pip moves every single time. And I hit on one, right? I did a little bit of research. I went to forexfactory.com. I looked at their prediction and it said they predicted a strong number. So I said, okay, that should be a bullish move, right? So I entered a bullish trade at one, popped up 200 pips. And I'm like, hey, look at that. I've mastered it. And I had the genius plan of like, I'm only gonna trade the market once a month. I'm gonna trade once a month. I'm gonna make my 200 pips after making my prediction. I'm gonna go travel the world and blah, 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 blah. Come back and trade once a month and repeat, right? Did it next month, opposite reaction, boom. Lost a lot of money, learned my lesson. The fact was, I got lucky. I made a prediction. There's only two outcomes in that prediction. It works in your favor, it works against you. It's a 50-50 probability. It didn't work in my, it worked in my favor the first time. And I kind of misjudged it for skill. I got overconfident. It didn't work in my favor the times after that. And I blew a lot of money and I realized that it wasn't something sustainable. It was basically me going to the casino and gambling or me going to the corner store and filling out a lottery ticket, something like that. So it's very easy to get lucky in trading and, and everyone is going to get lucky. But it's important, especially if you're a brand new trader, don't confuse that luck with skill. Don't let that lucky outcome allow you to become overconfident. And on the other hand, if you're someone that does everything right and it doesn't work out, don't let that discourage you. You have to trust your numbers. You have to trust your edge. You have to trust yourself. And remember, probabilities only play out over large periods of time and over large sample sizes. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hey, if you want to share a story about maybe a time you got lucky or unlucky in the market, please feel free to do it. I want to hear it. You can leave me a, a message underneath this video if you're watching this on YouTube or shoot me a DM on social media at Akil Stokes RTM. But I would love to hear about your lucky or and or unlucky experience in the market. That way the rest of us can feel a little bit better about ours. All right. Looking forward to reading them. And until next time, plan to trade, trade your plan. Take care.